Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 118, season five. Today's date is April 5th, 2022. And today's program, I will talk about Wilco discount stores. It was a uh, part of Woolworths. And uh, they didn't last very long in the Chicagoland area. And I will talk about its history and my memories of the store. Also, I'll do a wrap-up of last week's post on the Chicagoland on my Facebook page. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Fabergé Organic Shampoo. And it's a commercial from 1984. And it features actress Heather Locklear, best known for Dynasty, TJ Hooker, and Melrose Place. So here we go. When I first tried Fabergé Organic Shampoo with pure wheat germ oil and honey, it was so good I told two friends about it. And they told two friends. And so on, and so on, and so on. And believe me, there's still nothing like the original Fabergé Organic. It gives me super shine, super body. And super fresh smelling hair. Try it, and you'll tell your friends about it. And they'll tell their friends. And so on, and so on. Be sure and get the original Fabergé Organic Shampoo and Conditioner with pure wheat germ oil and honey. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Alrighty, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for uh, Fabergé Organic Shampoo, and it featured Heather Locklear. Uh, she became very famous for her TV shows, and I remember first watching her on Dynasty in 1981, at, uh, right at the second season, when uh, that's when also introduced Joan Collins, uh, her character Alexis Carrington, and uh the show started very slow, then it got very popular, and then it became an 80s icon. You know, an iconic show, and uh, I still love it. And I still watched, uh, I'm, sometimes you watch clips on YouTube, and I, I still miss it because I watched all four primetime soaps in the 80s. Uh, Dallas, Dynasty, Knott's Landing, and Falcon Crest. Also, they had the spinoff for... Um, Dynasty, which is the Colby's in the last two years. And also they had a hotel, and that was like a love boat in a hotel. <laughs> it was great TV. And uh, Heather Locklear, uh, she hasn't been around lately. I've heard she had personal problems, but uh, I always loved watching her. I didn't watch her much on TJ Hooker, but I watched her on Dynasty, like I said before. And she started, her character was Sammy Joe Dean. She started very sweet and innocent. Then she turned into this manipulative greedy bitch <laughs> and i love her moments with joan collins with bitch to bitch versus bitch versus bitch <laughs> on the show that makes it great great tv it's a lot of fun and then uh after that she started at melrose place the show didn't start very well but she, her character amanda woodward became like that she was the alexis in that show and that was popular in the 90s so yeah good luck to her whatever she's doing okay Today I will talk about, uh, as I said in the beginning of the program, I will talk about uh, Wilco discount stores, and I'll do a wrap-up of 
last week's post on my Dan Chicago, which I will do right now. And I'll talk about Wilco at the end. Uh, some very interesting posts I had this past week. First off, I had um, I found a coupon on eBay. It was for Bressler's ice cream. The 33 flavors. Uh, a lot of people missed that ice cream. The other one they missed, uh, the other one was Seal Test. Yeah, that was good too. And uh, both are gone, unfortunately. You know, and uh, I think they were born, no, not born, excuse me, founded in Chicago. I think they were, especially Brussels. And I found a little history about that. Uh, it was an ice, ice cream chain founded in 1927 by a Polish immigrant. His name is William J. Bressler. And believe it or not, in 1954, he, he founded the chain Henry's Hamburgers. And a lot of people still miss that place. It was wonderful. They said it was better than McDonald's. They, and then he opened a franchise and they were all over uh, the Chicago area and uh, probably around the country. Um, they all closed. And believe it or not, there is one location that's remaining and that's in Benton Harbor, Michigan, which I've been told. So if you're ever in the area, I hope it tastes the same. I don't know. Because I've never been there. Uh, I never uh, I never patronized at that place. You know, but I heard it's wonderful. And then uh anyway, William Bresler found that restaurant and then he sold the chain in nineteen eighty seven to Oberweiss, which and uh so uh, that's still around. After the, it was first Brussels ice cream, then Brussels 33 flavors. And I remember there was Baskin Robbins 31 flavors. <laughs> and then, anyway, so, and then it just disappeared, you know. So uh, that's a shame. That really was. It was good ice cream. I like that. And I remember it was located in Fort City Mall. I remember that, even the food court. It was there for a long time. Okay. Next up, uh, ah, next up, I posted about a very. Uh, this was very popular when I posted it. It was the Eden's Theater. It was a movie theater that was located at uh, 320 Skokie Boulevard, Northbrook, Illinois. And uh, this opened on March eighth, nineteen sixty-three, and uh, it was very huge, and it had red curtains and a small stage area. And uh, the the original color scheme was gold and off-white with teak paneling. I wish I'd seen that. And uh, the exterior of the theater looked like something, like in that movie, uh, 1956, uh, Forbidden Planet. It was like a science fiction movie. And the, it, the building was constructed like it was the largest hyperbolic paraboloid. I can't pronounce that well. And it was a concrete roof curved sharply, sharply upwards at the end. It was kind of cool, you know, and uh, I never seen it. I wish I did, you know, because I was on the south side and it was north. And uh, let's see, and it had a very interesting uh, decor inside the theater. The main lobby was, was sunken and they had a set of chairs and the living room and they had artwork beautiful yeah at the time it was beautiful i can't imagine now and then in 1969 in november 14th they built a second one uh, adjacent to the original one and it was renamed the eden's one and two 
like most theaters they did that and uh they closed it in 1994 and uh somebody bought it uh, and uh it was right in the um Eden's Plaza and anyway, uh, the guy who bought it, he decided to tear it down, which was a stupid idea. <laughs> I don't know why. And uh, so right now, uh, where the theater stands, it's the, it's the Village Square Shopping, Village Square of Northbrook is a shopping center there now. And that's a shame, you know, because when I posted this photo of the of the theater, People remember what movies they saw and their, you know, experiences and their memories. And this it was, uh, it was very unique at its time, and it looked beautiful. You know, that's a. I wish I went there. I wish I did, but uh, no. <laughs> okay, so you know, another theater gone bye bye. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have um, I Magnum. And uh, it was just a postcard. It was located at, near the water tower, the structure in downtown Chicago, not downtown, in, you know, by the Magnificent Mile on Michigan Avenue. And uh, I'll give you a brief history on that. Uh, that was founded in San Francisco. It's a very luxurious department store, very high fashion. And uh, the owner, the person who owned it, it was a couple. Their name was Mer uh, Isaac Manning and Marianne Magnin. And uh, of course, I Magnin, that's from Isaac, was the name of their husband. And uh, they opened this store in 1876. That's a long time. And uh, expanded uh, to other in other locations. And uh, and a lot of people said that they love the lug the uh, quality uh, clothing the, of the clothes they did. And there's uh, a lot of famous uh, fashion designers uh, touted their um, their designs there. And it's uh, and you know when the earthquake hit 1906 in San Francisco and just uh, you know it. It damaged it, but then they reopened it in another another location. So that was luckily that. And uh, anyway, so it was sold, and then the chain was bought by a, a department store called Bullocks. I've heard of that. That was in Los Angeles, and then they sold it to Macy's, which is a shame. And then uh, the one, so the one downtown, the one near on the Magma closed after that. And but people, I've heard from people on my Facebook page, they loved going to that store when they were looking forward to shopping on the Mag Mile. They went to that one. And I think uh, then's Bloomingdale's. I think Bloomingdale's moved there. I'm not sure. But uh, so Mag Magnum went go is gone. Yeah, that's a shame. You know, we need more luxurious stores like that. You know, like Lord and Taylor. That's gone as well. Okay. Next up, we have... Um, yeah, uh, also I posted an ad for Creature Features, as always, and it was a movie called The Invisible Raid. I featured uh, Bela Lugosi and, Ray, and Boris Koloff, another pairing, and it was from 1936, and uh, it was very, I've seen this movie once on DVD, it was very interesting. It's a different horror movie, but it's a lot of fun, you know, and a lot of people remember the movie, and uh 
as time went on, Creature Feeds, they showed more movies from Universal. Not very well known. Some cheesy, some bad, some very good. That's how it was. And that was about 50 years ago, and they aired on April 1st, 1972, on Channel 9, on WGN-TV. Okay. Next up, <coughs> excuse me, we have the, uh, here's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> I found, uh, this is from a, a person that posted on my other Facebook page, Chicago's Lost Amusement Parks. And his, his name was Rex Butler. And he got this from his grandfather. And uh, it was a postcard of the Velvet Coaster. It was a roller coaster at Riverview Park. And this was uh, dated 1909. And it, I think it was the second roller coaster they built. Was, uh, I think the first one was a figure eight or the, called a top. That was the first one, but the Velvet Coaster was the second. And uh, I don't know much history about that one. All I know is um, when you get on the roller coaster of the Velvet Coaster, it would you don't go down fast. You, it's gentle, so you go not like that. So that would have been interesting. And it was it was big, it looked very big. You know, it looked like a lot of fun. And it was made out of wood. It was wooden. Unfortunately, it just lasted 10 years. So it was from 1909 to 1919. So that was it, you know. But uh, I don't think anyone who's alive now remembered that. That was over, you know, it was 100 years ago, unless you're a historian, you know. But uh, when I stumbled onto this, you know, I wanted to learn more about it. It's uh, kind of cool, you know. So they built more roller coasters as time went on, you know, like the uh, Jackrabbit and the Wild Mouse, Fireball, and the the famous one, the Bobs, of course. And uh, later on was the uh, Jetstream. I think that was the last one they did. Also the Greyhound. Yeah, there were others, but uh, some remain, some some tore down, some have renamed it. Oh, the Comet and the Flash. First it was Silver Flash, then it was the Flash. So that was that's very interesting. And uh, I posted this on my social media accounts, and people loved it. You know, they never heard of it, but they still liked it. Okay. <laughs> All righty, and uh, let's see what else is next. I guess that's it for last week. So now uh, I will talk about Wilco. Wilco department stores. And uh, let's see here. I'll be right with you in a second. I always do that. That's terrible. Okay. And that was a, Wilco was a discount chain. And it was founded in 1962. And it was by the Woolworth Company. And it was founded in 1962 in Columbus, Ohio. And it was like a, but it was not like a five a dime store. It was like a discount store, like uh, today Walmart or Target. And uh, at its peak, it had a hundred stores in the United States and Canada and the UK. And uh, they, cl- uh, in the United States, they closed in 1982 but they they remained in Canada until 1994. They were still around. And in the UK, they were 19, 1986. So uh, that's amazing. You know, I guess it because of his competition that killed them, I guess. 
And uh, let's see. I have the locations of uh, the stores in the Chicago area. But first, I'm going to play a commercial of Wilco. Okay. And this commercial is from 1976. And it is, that features the Pong game. Remember Pong? You know, with the tennis, like that. And uh, so here is the commercial from 1976 of Wilco, the Pong game. Here we go. Wilco has it. The TV fun game with extra features for everyone, youngster or pro. There's automatic scoring, and not just one game, but four. You can choose tennis, or hockey, handball, or squash. To increase the challenge, switch to a faster ball speed and a sharper angle. Even change the bat size. The TV fun game with extra features is at Wilco now, fifty-nine eighty-eight. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for uh, Wilco with featuring the Pong game. Uh, I only played that game once, no, maybe twice. I think I played it at an arcade at Fort City Mall at the Wizards game. I think that's what it's called. And uh, also at Fort City Bowl, the bowling center, and also uh, Scottsdale Bowl, all on the south side. Uh, and uh, not, I didn't play this at home. I had Atari, but I never bought the game. But I went to a friend's house one time, and he had the computer Commodore 64, if you remember that. And it was a home computer that was like in the early 80s. And uh, he played Pong on that. And I played that too. And that was fun. Yeah. So, you know, so we competed with each other on the Commodore 64. And that's something. Uh, I don't know if they make that anymore. But, you know, but uh, that's how I got introduced to technology, you know, when I went to DeVry. Yeah, but actually it wasn't. It was in high school when I did the, when I uh, took data processing and we did the key punch up. Uh, machines i got hooked and then uh, later on went to daily college took a couple of courses in computer science and then i went to devry and i graduated so i'm still learn. you learn a lot more and technology changes you know you got to keep up it's like you have to go to school for the rest of your life which i did which i dislike <laughs> you know but i'd rather learn on my own anyway so back to wilco uh, I mentioned before that, that it had locations in the Chicagoland area, and I will read them, the locations. Okay. And uh, let's see. Here they are. And they had six. Six locations. And uh, I'll read them off to you. The first one was at Villa Park, Illinois. That was at the Villa Oak Center, 200 West Roosevelt Road. Next, it was in Schaumburg. Park Plaza, 1975 Irving Park Road. Also at Rolling Meadows Shopping Center at 2995 Kirchhoff Road. Next, it was at Wheaton and Main Street Plaza, 288 East Geneva Road. Then in Oak Lawn Shopping Plaza, 8700 Cicero Avenue. And yeah, it was on the corner. I remember that. And also the last one was at Madison Market Plaza near the Lincoln Mall. 4200 Lincoln Highway. And they all closed on uh, this month, I believe, in April 1982, about, four, about uh, 40 years ago. And uh, some three of the stores converted into Venture. 
And I don't know what happened to the others. I don't know which ones it was. So um, anyway, so what I remember, Wilco, I only shopped there a couple times or just browsed, you know. And uh, I asked my mother if she uh, ever shopped there. And she goes, yes, I did. I went to the Oklahoma location. And believe it or not, that was with where E.J. Corvettes was there. <laughs> and... Uh, and then, uh, let's see. So it was like Woolworths, but, you know, like I said before, it wasn't a five of a dime. You found some discount items. Uh, but, you know, in the 60s, uh, it was located in elsewhere. And there's photos of that on the Internet. And uh, it's a shame because they, you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time. I remember the commercials on TV and I also played one just now like that. And uh, it's a shame because there were other chains of uh, discount department stores. I can think of a couple on my head. Uh, there was Shopper's World in the 60s, Turnstile. And uh, there was a Community. Remember Community? Yeah. I might do a podcast on that. Or maybe do all of them. Yeah. Zare, of course. That lasted a long time. Very long time. Of course, Venture came after that. All gone. Mm, that's a shame. Okay. So that'll be all for today of this episode. I discussed the wrap-up of my posts from last week on Van Chicagoland and my Facebook page, and I also talked uh, briefly about uh, Wilco discount stores. And uh, I and had a good time. And thank you for joining me. And uh, I will do another podcast episode next this coming weekend. We'll see what I'll do. Anyway, everyone have a good day. And thank you again for joining me. And bye-bye for now for me. And here is Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye for now. So take it away, Ray. So long, everyone. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>